welcome to another episode of Middle Class Film Class. I'm your host, Joseph. I'm Tyler. And I'm Peter. And this week, the Wheel of Destiny landed on a fan pick. And that was Tank Girl. It's the year 2033. There's no law. No mercy. You're gonna really love this one. And no water. There are three million liters of water underneath the blue dunes, and you will retrieve it. The odds of survival are a thousand to one. My, my. Talented, isn't she? Hi! Feeling a little inadequate? She'll be fun to break. I like pain. Lori Petty, Ice T. Turn this boat around, or you're gonna get us all killed. And Malcolm McDowell. Just. United Artists Pictures presents. Uh, Tank Girl. What's it like knowing you're about to die? You don't need it! Tank Girl. Yes, Tank Girl. Uh. <laughs> is a movie that was released in 1995 <laughs> directed by Rachel Talale Talale yeah, Talale sure. based on a British comic book a uh, novel actually <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that actually, ta- yeah that time I think it yeah it was ready to go I think it actually <laughs> is a comic book though <laughs> um uh written by that comic book is written by Alan Martin and Jamie Hewlett, who apparently also did the same artwork for the Gorillas. Oh, interesting. Uh, that makes sense. Um, yeah, and uh, starring uh, Lori Petty, as the trailer says, Lori Petty, Ice T, uh, Malcolm McDowell, <laughs> and also a, a, a young Naomi Watts, who I did not recognize at first. And yeah, she um, looks very different. Yes, and this takes place in sort of like a Mad Maxian kind of universe where it's like post uh, comet uh, plowing into Earth and de- destroying uh, civilization as we know it. And um, we're eleven years away from this hell. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, exactly uh, what I was thinking. I was like, oh, Jesus. and she says in the beginning of the opening monologue, she says, uh, "It hasn't rained in eleven years." I'm like, oh, fuck. Damn it, we're starting. <laughs> we're, we're, well, that's California. Yeah, <laughs> it rains point. on other places. Um, but um, but yeah, it's uh, basically a young, uh, not young girl, but a girl. Uh, I feel like she is supposed to be young, but she doesn't look young. Um, yeah, you know, she's a young adult. She's like a, Gwen Stefani. Yeah, she does. yeah she's, she's no doubt. She looks like Gwen Stefani. <laughs> uh, Lori Petty plays uh, the titular Tank Girl. Um, and she is a girl who is among a few survivors of dystopian Earth riding uh, riding a war tank. Well, not the whole movie, just one like the last third of the movie. Um, she is fighting against the tyranny of a mega corporation that dominates the remaining potable water supply of the planet. And it and it's um and it's a movie that we all watched. Um, we certainly did. And, uh, it was assigned by uh, listener Chris. Oh, yes. This was uh, submitted. This was a fan pick, and it was submitted by uh, Antichrist assignee uh, Chris Geiger, um, giving us all these uh, home runs. Um, <laughs> of, uh, 
Chris, you son of a bitch. He he covers. He goes from. He has a range. Antichrist to Tank Girl. Yeah, and everywhere in between. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I. This is a first watch for me. Um. I don't know about you guys. If have you guys seen this movie before? I never seen a uh, single frame of this. Oh wow. Uh. Yeah. So me and my first girlfriend in middle school, we watched this movie in her bedroom while we were middle uh, school. Doing- Damn, yeah, well, you had a girlfriend in middle school. You, yeah, you, we were doing You got that hands. thing swinging early. <laughs> we were doing hand stuff in her bedroom while watching this movie. Uh, so, I, I mean... Hand stuff? I like, hand yeah, stuff? Yeah. yeah no, over, in over middle the school? Yeah, yeah. Why not? God. You high-fiving each other? What are you... <laughs> I, I mean, I guess you could say we were high-fiving each other, just not on our hands. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> It's a song about holding hands. Uh, but um, sorry, yes, like, I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> uh, but like I said on this show before, and I'll say it again: if I don't remember the movie, I haven't seen it. So yes, this is my first time watching it. Technically, I mean, technically, your your first time watching it would be back then. Oh yeah, may, but okay, technically was the wrong in term. Spirit. But in spirit, yeah. <laughs> In spirit, this in actuality, this yeah. is your first time watching it. Yeah, with a critical eye. Okay, and, and not uh, with my hand under someone's pants. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they were under your own pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just doing hand stuff, and she's watching Tank Girl. <laughs> oh, you're watching Tank Girl that's doing why, hand stuff. No, that's why he doesn't remember. Watching. He was in the corner rubbing one out. Oh, that's oh, not true at all. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay, give us your uh, initial thoughts then, Tyler, on uh, on Tank Girl. So there was times in this movie where I was not entertained. I was kind of like, uh, I mean, yeah, this is okay. But I think what saves this movie is how it doesn't takes it takes itself seriously and the soundtrack is dynamite um so it's like i want to say it's a bad movie but i couldn't look away like i was like i was definitely entertained throughout the whole movie it's it's weird it's a it was a weird feeling that i had for this movie because it's I think the I think the last half of the movie was kind kind of fell flat, but like in the beginning of the movie, I was definitely into it. Um, so overall, after watching it, I was glad that I watched it, and I was also thinking if I ever become a father uh, to a daughter who becomes a teenager, I would show her this movie. I think this would be a good movie for her to watch. Would you tell her don't be like this? I, I mean, Insu- I, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say anything. I wouldn't say anything to that effect. I just think that oh, this is a good like teenage girl movie. So, uh, like right yeah, when they're right, right okay. when they're finding themselves and deciding to rebel a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. Fuck a kangaroo. Yeah, and it's not and <laughs> kangaroo it, human. It's just. I think it's just like a really good. I I don't. Uh, I should have looked up how what this movie. Oh. It, it's rated R. Okay. Uh, yes. I was going to say, like, it's a good teenager movie. Like, I could see myself uh, watch... Well, I did watch this movie when I was a teenager, so... <laughs> yeah. It's a good It's a good movie for, like, teenagers. I could see okay. myself sure. watching this as a teenager in my memory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it, it, I, I, I enjoyed myself watching it. It was great. 
Oh, okay, it was great. All right, uh, Pete, what did uh, what did you think? I I kind of go back and forth with um, whether this was a good movie or not because, like, it's not it's not a bad movie. It's a bad script, and it's like there's some really bad dialogue in it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> which I mean, that's a big part of the movie. I think that this is a product of the time. So 1995, there is some really funky stuff out there. I mean, Hackers was kind of in that era, which is yeah. just just a, a that's a three star banger for in, in my opinion. Yeah, hack I the love world, hack the oh, hack the planet. I love Hackers. It's so bad, <laughs> and it's like Matthew Lillard on uh, pegging it, you know, on redlining the entire thing. But it's <laughs> I don't know. It's like I feel like a lot of the writing thought it was being very clever and edgy when it was just being annoying with yep. the main character which i think her name is rebecca, rebecca. yeah rebecca yeah yeah, it is, yeah. on imdb rebecca. she's just credited as tank girl yeah i saw that that's kind of i was like she hasn't she has a name, name is robert or, yeah, paulson rebecca. Um, <laughs> so I, I i can appreciate the world that they built and i can appreciate a lot of the practical stuff but it's clear that the production as a whole wasn't taken very seriously because like I, I was I was very confused well not confused but I was just like they are really leaning on this whole comic book thing a lot and I know that's yeah. where the source material comes from but you go go a few scenes or a few cuts in a scene and then it would be like okay we're gonna do it we're not gonna do an establishing shot on the house it's just gonna be a picture of the house from the comic book like, yeah well did they forget to shoot that scene and sure enough, they did. <laughs> in the trivia, there's uh, the the original writers of the comic were saying that they were pretty they're pretty sore about this whole movie because, for one, they weren't listening to anything that they were saying. The studio wasn't listening to anything that they were saying for the script. It got mm-hmm. rewritten many times, and they said they completely forgot like ten scenes, crucial scenes to the story to shoot. So they had to oh. an- they animated it for the movie. It's just oh, so the movie would make oh, more sense. Oh, interesting. And I'm like, yeah, that all makes sense. <laughs> that tracks. So um, it, it gave me a Super Mario Brothers, the movie vibe. Um, <laughs> like Mac, Mad Max Fury Road, light. Um, oh, very light. Very like light. LaCroix, like LaCroix. Yeah. <laughs> hint Mad of Max. Hint of Max. And, yeah. um, and also, it also had, I had some, like the, the humor level was kind of on the, 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 scale of like the mask the jim carrey uh, movie yeah 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 it's like there are oh, things that's a good comparison yeah there are things that are happening to the characters which have no consequences later on in the movie and it's just for the laugh of that scene it's like a sitcom and they just reset in the next scene and they're fine so um <coughs> all in all i didn't i didn't hate it it was i'm glad that i watched it uh, but it's uh meh, there's a lot better 1995 gems out there than this yeah totally for sure um okay so this was my first watch of tank girl and i've heard of the movie tank girl i had not seen a single frame of this movie so i had no idea what it was about or what it was based on i i when i was going into it i was picturing a sort of gi jane type of thing Mm. um but uh Mm. i got sort of the exact opposite uh of that um it was not a drama (laughs) whatsoever um and as I, as I was watching this movie, I I could not wait for it to be over. Oh. Uh, I do you hear that I sound? Do you hear that sound, Joseph? That's the sound of no, Chris's heartbreaking. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I did not enjoy this movie very much at all. Um, it was just way too goofy 
it, it was it was like i was watching like a clown try to be badass or something it, it was very strange <laughs> um the main character is just the most annoying person where everything she has to say has to be funny or mm. clever and i just it, it got old really fast um and um yeah it was it was insufferable <laughs> oh um, man she's the type not, of person that i do not want to be around she's like francis ha but in a in a very real way a thousand times worse <laughs> <laughs> well i guess yeah. that answers uh my question that i was gonna ask who do you prefer tank girl or jet girl oh jet girl uh <laughs> um jet girl's I, yeah. a babe but she is naomi watts too so um yeah i did not um find that any find many redeeming qualities about this movie other than maybe like the the very dark uh malcolm mcdowell uh uh like dehydrating device that he would stab yeah. into people oh i love that um that was kind of cool um now we're getting to dune territory i think that um this movie would have been way better if it was all animated and uh less uh like i don't know less live action like if we we did the inverse of what they did in the movie and showed mostly animated and uh and very little live action because the kangaroo humans uh was not uh they're terrifying it was not a good thing to include uh in this movie It (laughs) it was impressive in the sense that like i could tell that there was a lot of effort put to them and then when they did the whole um they were praying in the dance circle yes i'm like i'm like for one that's ridiculous and i was i was like grinning ear to ear watching the ridiculousness of it and then yeah. for, t- for two i was thinking these are all paid actors that had to rehearse this yes and they had to rehearse with- it out of costume and then in costume with these big ass tails hanging off the back of them with iced tea nonetheless and, and then Re- reggie kathy and fucking um iggy pop <laughs> And then, and then the the one guy had to hump Naomi Watts for a comfortable <laughs> amount of time. That was so uncomfortable. There was a scene that was cut from this where they actually have sex, and you see his wang. Yeah, really? Yeah, they yeah. made a prosthetic penis for the kangaroo species. Yeah. Ugh. Oh um, man. Yeah, it was. Um, it was. I did not find this movie good in in most ways. <laughs> I mean, um, it's, it, sorry. Go ahead. But um, but yeah, that's those were my initial thoughts. I couldn't wait for it to be over, and um, I'm not glad that I watched it. <laughs> You're not a completion 1995 completionist. Uh, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Right, we're gonna we're gonna start vetting Chris's uh, wheel picks. His yeah, fans, maybe so. his fan selections. Yeah, I think. Was this, I think, a, was this a drunk uh, a, a drunk submission? Come on. Um, yes, he might have been in his cups when he uh, sent this to us. Um, <laughs> but you know, uh, but let's let's get into the movie, I guess. Um, yeah. Well, really quick uh, before we do uh, to expand on your point about it being if it, it would be better if it was animated, I'm kind of I kind of agree with that because I got a lot of heavy metal vibes from this uh, movie. So yeah. I think if it was like animated like heavy metal, it probably would have been more effective 
with the crappy dialogue and all of like the insane like action that was portrayed. Sorry about it would have it would have made me like the main character more if she was animated. Yeah. And not like animated the way she was as a human. Like she was way too animated as a human. She either she had to be animated like the whole movie had to be animated or she's a live action like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit where oh, she's yeah. she's live action but she matches that like intensity of the rest of the cartoons. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um I however I think that the Lori Petty was really good at emoting what the attitude of Tank Girl in the comic book series was portraying. <clears throat> so for that I have to give her credit. Although it doesn't translate well on a live action scale, but she did hit it out of the park with being the comic book character. Yeah, she's the the character seems. I mean, I don't. I've never seen the comic book before, um, so I don't. I mean, I'm assumed it was a comic book, and it kind of tells you right off the bat, and it's all done comic book style at the very beginning. But uh, it seems like a very more straight ahead r-rated like harley quinn type character but without the without yeah. the abusive relationship hanging over her head from mr j yeah that, that's yeah. a great that's a great point it, she does exude that harley quinn sort of attitude because she there's a couple of scenes where she's with uh malcolm mcdowell's uh character and she's just like oh are we just are we just getting started like oh yeah, I she, like like I can't remember what line but she was like about to get assaulted sexually and she was just like oh yeah I like that yeah there's there's a number of kind of funny lines like when she's like uh, she's talking about and she's in the transport truck being taken back to the HQ wherever they're doing I think it's what water and power or something like that division of water and power yeah the yeah water yeah. and power and um, she's in the back of the truck and there's like the lead guy is intimidating her and he's like beating her up and she's like oh i like pain gets me all hot gets me all oiled up and you guys want to get oiled up which is a weird way to say you want a blowjob <laughs> because they seem to know exactly what that means and he stands yeah. up and starts pulling or no, no it was an oil check or something like that I yeah it was so, oil something check. like that change, change your, your oil, oil. oh yeah. yeah change your oil <laughs> and uh, one of the guys they don't even comment on it which is funny it's, there are some f- funny throwaway lines in it like one of the guys is like like don't even dude she's just gonna bite it off and yeah yeah it it doesn't focus on that at all that's like the funniest part of the entire scene and it's just a a very quick throwaway line um but she's also legitimately demented in the sense that she's uh tortured beat up looking really really freaking haggard and she's tied up to some uh, like in a burlap sack or something like that and her arms are bound and she's i don't know she's in like a freezer or something but she looks terrible Oh and yeah, the guys, the guys coming to check up on her, and she's like, "Can you loosen my arms? I can't play with myself with my arms tied up like this." Yeah, she's she <laughs> says it's really it's really hard for me to play with myself in this thing. I'm like, like I, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I I love that though because you want your daughter to watch that. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. Just a teenage my teenage daughter. <laughs> it, it, it's it creates uh, you know empowerment. Or maybe not. I don't know. Maybe I'll be. Maybe, a, maybe I'll be a, the, a the mother father. of this hypothetical child that you have should show the movie, not you. 
Uh, well, we'll we'll uh, we'll have words with uh, t- that mother. T- yeah, Tyler's Whoa. gonna be reproduced asexually. <laughs> gonna be like a banana slug where it just happens. He's gonna find an egg. <laughs> He's like Ryan Gosling, and then Ryan Gosling hatches out of it. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, go ahead, go ahead, Joseph. I'm sorry. What? I wouldn't say anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did, I just I just did not find much uh to like about the whole movie. I mean, I guess the production design was there um but the things that were the characters within the production design. Also, I, d- I know nothing about the Tank Girl lore. Um Yeah. I think that was a big problem with this movie too is if you don't know the comic book series like all of the quirkiness of it all doesn't land as hard as if you did know about it because no but but you know about it because they keep showing you that the comic book and how quirky the comic book is right but (laughs) since this is a hollywood movie it has to be like a cohesive plot and tank girl is a much more stream of consciousness from the titular tank girl so you're not getting like a solid plot like it's like it'll go to like if you recall like some of the scenes where uh they show like the comic book strips of her being like uh, i think it was like in like a movie theater or something like that or like a ballet um it's much more like that and you can't really like it's hard to portray that sort of idea to a movie screen well they could have just taken the character they could have just taken the character and been like we're going to take the cool aspects of this character and not try to make it exactly like the comic like judge judge dread was a character from he's within a larger comic book strip mm-hmm. and they don't they don't try to make him exactly like the character they just take the cool parts of him and then accentuate that and then write their own story about it um yeah, I think that's it, it, where this movie fails is because well, yeah, you don't they know, tried you don't know to... anything about Tank Girl and then 30 minutes into the movie, we haven't seen a fucking tank yet. Like what's the point? <laughs> Where's the tank? Where's the tank? <clears throat> is this a water tank? Is this a I mean on the picture, you could on the picture of the, like the cover art, you can see there's a tank there. Where's that tank? It takes a halfway through the movie to get the tank and then she's eh, she's in the tank some of the time. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, yeah. I, mean, I I totally agree with that. I think that they should have had a different approach to Tank Girl and maybe not make it so uh, like what you said, Pete, in the beginning, like the mask. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think it would have been a lot more effective if this was kind of like a pseudo Mad Max sort of movie where Tank Girl is... She could have some quirky aspects to her, but... And ultimately, like, this is, like, a serious situation rather than, like, feeling like it's, like, a comic book that we're watching. I, I don't think this character needs to have a serious adaptation. It's a goofy character. I'm okay with it. I just don't think that the humor landed that well. Mm. And maybe it was, maybe it was well, like, better received in 95, but I feel like we've had so many better versions of that, like, this type of a character since then, that it's, like, the sarcastic girl who is smarter than everybody and is also a badass and also doesn't give a fuck yeah can be done in a much better way and she's just like sarcastic and annoying more than anything she looks like uh the cynthia the 
the doll that the <laughs> <rugrats. laughs> Wow, deep pool, dude. <laughs> oh my god. It's funny because it's true. It I think, re- I think like, Yolandi Visser probably took a little page out of the Tank Girls book. Oh, oh I, yeah. I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised. Fucked up haircut, bleach blonde hair, dainty, wearing crop tops and like large like long boots and shit like that. Yeah. Drawn I, on eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah, drawn oh. on eyebrows. Yeah. Um, I don't have a whole lot to say about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> what? I what? I because I, I just like I watching it and like near the end of the movie when the the rippers are the kangaroo human hybrid uh, <laughs> experiments are revealed not to be the not to be so bad. Um, I'm like. First, they, they're creating. They're trying to create the ultimate warrior. So they they blended kangaroo DNA with human. <laughs> yeah, the ultimate uh, fighting species. What? Yeah, I guess so. Because, Have well, you seen a they, kangaroo? Those, those? Just because like they can are uh, are the the stereotype of kangaroos is that like they can, they can be fight. they can box. Yeah. Uh, they um, can... <laughs> and this also implies that this movie takes place in Australia. Does it? Which, no, it shows a, it shows like a, a br- like Golden Gate Bridge or the Brooklyn Bridge or something. But then why do they have kangaroos? I don't. <laughs> you can import them. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, yeah, you. In, you I guess so, them. but I mean, all you need is their DNA. You got, don't got to take the whole roux. I guess so. <laughs> the roux. Um, but um, but yeah, the 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 explanation of the kangaroo human hybrids thing, and then there's no real explanation as to why Ice T was like very. <laughs> Uh, uh, the way he was, um, what, like like with dreads and shit. No, like the way he was towards, <laughs> I guess, humans. Oh, uh, like yeah. how he was he was so bitter, and even by the end, he was still bitter. They kind of they, they kind of explain it. So before, like the world went to uh, hell, they were making these like mutant soldiers, and. I guess once the world did go to hell, they were like basically ostracized and they were forced underground because they were being hunted because they were a threat to the corporation, water and power. And I mean, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of murky. It is a little murky now that I'm just, like trying yeah, to they, like articulate supposedly, it. Supposedly Booga is the, like the dumb one who, Tank girl falls in love with because she's also dumb. And, oh yeah, um, Booga. Uh, sorry to. He cut started you off. out he, as a dog. Yeah, he yeah he started out as a dog. Yeah, that's the, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. He started out as a dog. Uh, <laughs> Ice T started out as a cop, I think. Right. Yes. And he was a cop yeah, in a past a, life. Yeah, he I was remember a cop. thinking that was fitting since he's in plays in Law and Order right now. <laughs> uh, and it's like they don't really explain any of how all these people like how does one of them start out as a dog and he looks the same as the rest of them. And why yeah. does she want to fuck the dog one? <laughs> yeah. What happened to her boyfriend at the beginning? He just well, he got presumed, killed. He's yeah, just he got, presumed dead now and she just moves on to yeah, fuck got, a kangaroo. He got shot dead um, in that uh, yeah. decrepit house in the middle of the desert, which, by the way, uh, I don't I don't know how. I don't know how they survived in that place because there was no water. Like they were steal. Oh, oh, I forgot. Yes, they, were steal- they were stealing. No, they were stealing. They were stealing water. That's right. They were stealing water. Yeah, but it was like it- literally gallons of water in the basement. 
yeah that's right i, I completely the over... the intro i guess when he, she goes to the house the intro to her boyfriend was very strange um this weird like Made him uh, strip, role-playing that they're doing dude yeah and um he give you an oil it, change and then yeah <laughs> yeah and he was short i mean all the people in that house save for the little girl were, uh, were short-lived um so we didn't need to know who they were really and um the um uh, the the like this that club that they go to with like the strippers oh, like, yeah like the sex club oh yeah yeah oh, like wh- about where that. where are these women or why are these women like so fit like what are they working out yeah, when there's there such was a, a when there's a water shortage overflowing of like supermodel body type women in that place yeah it's, it's very the conf- apocalypse yeah i was very confused on the like the the intro of the movie is like there is no water and then the, but the water is just being hoarded by the corporation and um and this private sex club whatever um <laughs> is like is thriving there's like fountains in there yeah yeah <laughs> of water there's a, there's a water shortage but we we need fountains well tank girl yeah. for being in an apocalypse she's very uh laissez-faire and uh carefree with her resources she's drinking the beer in the ditch outside yeah when the house gets raided and she takes one drink is like ew and pours it out yeah and then when yeah. she thinks her boyfriend is behind her she starts cutting up her perfectly preserved leggings yeah like, wouldn't that be a commodity in in the uh, apocalypse when they're not ma- manufacturing leggings anymore i yeah. guess so she's I mean, cutting her like uh fucking um, and she's just assuming overalls. that her boyfriend is behind her yeah i can smell him i smell that <laughs> cheese dick from a mile away <laughs> <laughs> yeah the uh the sex club was weird um it oh, was they, like they, there was a pedophile in there oh yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, that was Ugh. that. That felt unnecessary. That felt very unnecessary. You know what else was unnecessary? They took all the black actors and made them kangaroos. Hmm? <laughs> Weird. Oh, huh? did they? I was like, I was like, hey, Reggie, Kathy. I saw him in the in the credits. I'm like, oh, sweet. Oh, yeah. Where's he? Oh, he's a fucking mutant kangaroo. Uh, great. That that yeah, that's a little problematic. Like, James Hong was pretty great though. <laughs> a little stereotypical. They leaned into that yes. a little bit. Yes, <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, Booga, uh, the kangaroo, I, I just looked up a quote uh, referring to him as a dog. He says, I was a dog, but because I was really good, they moved me up to human being status. I didn't even... <laughs> I didn't even know that you could uh, that that uh, the any animal in the animal kingdom could be moved up to human being status. Like, what science has uh, taken place in our uh, well, near they're distant able to, future to meld uh, kangaroos and humans into one? Yeah, and to get both best of both worlds, uh, <laughs> kangaroos. But yeah. the, um, the 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 role of Tank Girl was auditioned by three of the Spice Girls. <laughs> wow ginger spice baby spice and um victoria beckham whichever one she was posh <laughs> yeah yeah po- posh spice that's it and uh and the Wait, how did you know that joseph are you a fan of victoria the... beckham it's it's easy it's easy to put two, two together are it's you, a deduction there's only sporty and scary which <laughs> i guess again the british people not so good with the whole race thing because scary spice is the black one. <laughs> oh no and this is a this is a black uh, british comic and they make all the black actors kangaroos. 
and play think, saxophones and have dreads. Was, but, I, think was we're reaching, that, I, I think we're reaching... Wasn't that a director's... Because like in the comic books, they're already kangaroo humans. I don't... They're not played by anybody. They're you just think, kangaroo uh, humans. Rachel Tulele, uh You think that was a creative choice for her to hire all black people for the um, kangaroo mutants rachel how dare T- she rachel talali did there's a quote on here it says that she complained that the studio interfered significantly in the story the screenplay and the overall film feel of the film she said that she had been in sync and on good terms with alan martin and jamie hewlett until the studio made significant cuts to the film which she had no control over so i think that she was probably blameless in this and the studio was probably the bad guys which is usually the case this was a united artists uh yeah in the trailer united artists presents i Mm -hmm. i didn't i didn't pay attention to that i'm just (laughs) but uh i don't i don't know if harvey weinstein was involved he might have been but uh i doubt it era have i'm not gonna even try to say it because (laughs) what word are you trying to say irreprehensible for that to even close enough happen i think i dropped the ear it's just reprehensible Repre- okay reprehensible for that to even occur <laughs> in a movie that shouldn't that shouldn't have any sort of racism in this uh in this uh, plot or are you just assuming that it's racist just because are you racist <laughs> for assuming that they're racist uh well yeah maybe so but it, it it didn't feel right with me. It didn't feel right that all of the human actors were uh, white. Wait, did you realize that before Pete pointed it out? Uh, no, I didn't. It, it oh, was okay. after Pete pointed it out. I made that realization. I was like, oh, my God, you're right. He was asleep. Wow. He was asleep. He claims to be woke. He was asleep the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Um, in, in the beginning stages of the filming, too, uh, Rachel Talali, she... Uh, tried to get Amblem Entertainment and Columbia Pictures both to fund the movie. They both turned it down. Oof. And Sp- Steven Spielberg said that he wouldn't produce the movie because he wasn't hip enough for it. And they used a slogan in the um, advertising for the movie that it was too hip for Spielberg. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. And then Spielberg looked at it and said, Woo! <laughs> God, the oh, yeah. He... Well, I mean, it's this movie is regarded as a cult movie, so it does have some. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I, it's I like, can see. I can see how this would be a cult movie. I it's, mean, it's, I could, it's on ooh, the that same, cult is not doing very well. It, <laughs> <laughs> it's on the same level as uh, the aforementioned heavy metal. Like it's in that same sort of category where mm-hmm. I mean, uh, heavy be, metal is. I would say a. Is I know they're both R rated, although I would say that heavy metal is probably like NC seventeen at least. NC seventeen? Um, no, it isn't. It's rated R. Well, which which wait wait what what comes after is NC seventeen better yeah, or a, worse than R? Or that's worse. Than R? Is it worse than R? Yeah. PG thirteen. No, I'm thinking heavy metal would be NC seventeen because of how much nudity that's in that movie. No, it's rated R. No, I'm but saying this it also came be. out in 1981, so the ratings were completely yeah. different. Yeah, so that's I would say heavy metal is more on the NC-17 side than this is. Or this movie should feel like it should be rated PG. I was thinking PG-13. Yeah, yeah. it feels like a PG-13. Like it's it's straddling the line where it could be either one of them. Yeah, and I'm like I'm trying to figure out what 
what about this movie is r-rated other than like the the water dehydrating sequences you know, the rape jokes and the pedophilia and the, oh true yeah and the yeah, violence sort of there's a she does lot of violence. blow a guy up but there's no blood and the alcohol too in the movie so i mean yeah. i guess that's technically in our rating status but i agree with you guys that it should not be an r-rated movie because it's tame by any other r-rated movie that i've seen so uh stan winston was in charge of the ripper effects the kangaroo men uh-huh and that name may sound familiar because he's also responsible for terminator and terminator 2 jurassic <laughs> park special effects alien special effects holy crap and he said he they he's he's quoted as saying that he did the uh, effects for half price. Doesn't say why, but maybe they just felt bad for him. I'll do it for half price. I'm only getting maybe half as good. That's <laughs> insane that he did it for half price because those uh, practical um, makeup effects are really just they're mm-hmm. they're they're. Uh, I I I want to say they're good, but they look terrifying and horrible but tech on a technical level like they're well done but yeah, just the yeah, des- I, the design is just like what? it's like in the era it's like the era of um oh gosh like little monsters like uh what's his name howie mandel. mandel and little monster little monsters and then the weird creature from double dragon like that <laughs> uh-huh. overly latex really clearly that's like a, a lot of layers of something over on top of these pu- humans faces yeah like it's it's done well but it looks horrifying and not in a the, good way the main <laughs> actress is is somebody that like i feel like i've seen her before but like i really have not seen anything else that she's been in she other was, than a league of their own mm-hmm. in or- orange is the new black you seen that no Okay. League of Their Own and Point Break, which I don't even remember who she was in Point Break. She was the mom in Free Willy, too. Yeah, Um, Free Willy, it's a a (laughs) blind spot for me. (laughs) Um, But yeah, in the army now, I guess she was in that. Oh, Um, yeah, she was in that. That's a classic. Poetic. It's a classic shitty comedy. I guess A League of Their Own uh, more uh, prominently is what I know her from. She's Kit. She's opposite. um, Yeah, she's like the main, one of the main girls. Gina Gershon or whatever her name is. Gina she Davis. was in a movie with Tupac Shakur, Poetic Justice, and Janet what? Jackson. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lori Petty still says to this day that she loves this movie and she's proud of it. She's has memorabilia at her home about it. I'm and uh, the opposite, Naomi Watts way. says she's ashamed of this movie. Oh, man. <laughs> well, they. I feel like those are the right emotions for each of those actors. Sure, yeah. I, this, uh, it's also Naomi Watts' first like big budget production, so she was uh, very timid. She applied or interviewed nine times, or uh, what's uh, what's the word? Auditioned, auditioned nine times for it. Oh wow! And eventually got it, and um, it, look where she's at now. I mean, she's doing the, the impossible. Get it? Uh, <laughs> she was <laughs> got him. Good job. Uh, yeah, no, I <laughs> I would have to say Naomi Watts was probably the best actress in this movie. What about Malcolm McDowell? Yeah. Yeah. What about Malcolm McDowell? <laughs> he was okay. He was okay. Just like he didn't like. I think maybe it's because like I have an attraction to Naomi Watts, so I'm a little. Malcolm McDowell doesn't get you hard. <laughs> he, he wants not to do in, hand stuff not, with not, Malcolm McDowell. Not since uh, a Clockwork Orange. 
I want to be in that uh, ever uh, shrinking tube with Malcolm McDowell. Ever <laughs> 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 shrinking tube. <laughs> oh man, that was a pretty terrifying uh, part in the. Movie. I didn't get. Th- I didn't get that. I didn't get that torture method. Well, just like, so you, like the- you get you get the you get stuck and then that's it. Yeah, you just die down there. Yeah, you get stuck and drowned. That's it, and and, you, and it's slowly too. Like you, like I don't know. It just seems like a very bizarre way of drowning somebody. Why don't you just drown them? Put them in a kiddie pool. It's and a, it's tank girl. Them down it's, and it's just about, slowly fill the pool. It's, it's, tank a, girl. it's, a, <laughs> it's about the mental uh, anguish to put I the guess. torture through. I, did, I didn't really get the mental anguish part of that of that scene because like when tank when when. Tank girl or Rebecca, whatever, she goes down there and she's just like, she gets stuck, right? Yeah. She's not going to go, she physically can't go any further down. Yeah. So she just gets stuck there and then she just has like quick, like, uh, flashbacks and, uh, hallucinations or delusions or whatever of terror, terrifying things. But like, I don't know. It just didn't seem like, like, oh, I'm in a tube now. So like, I guess I'll just have some, I'll relive some trauma. I think they're just playing on the idea of being claustrophobic. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't sell. Are you it not? Well. Do you not have claustrophobia? Like, are, no, I do, but they didn't sell claustrophobia very well. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I get that. I get that. They didn't like really build up like the punishment. Like they just threw her in a tube. They he was just like he's like oh you're gonna love this one the <laughs> tube gets smaller and smaller. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I will say some of the good things liked about it um, when she's the house is being invaded at the beginning and she's thinks it's her boyfriend still and the guy's like sexually assaulting her essentially and she's using her sexuality as a weapon for sure throughout the whole movie yeah which is um, admirable um, and she's like uh, fucking with all these guys that want to bang her and that guy is starting to get all hot and bothered and she just like she kicks him in the nuts and then hits him with her like shotgun or blunderbuss or whatever it is and shoots it off doesn't shoot him in the nuts and i was like man this, she's going too easy on this guy that was literally about to rape her yeah and and then you cuts back again and she pulled the pins on his grenade i'm okay. like oh that was cool it was a nice little uh kill scene there even though it wasn't super bloody or anything like that yeah you know, yeah there were some fun kill scenes there was like the guy gets thrown off of the like semi truck and then gets run over by the tank and you see his whole body go under the tracks. I'm like, oh yeah. She's like roadkill. You got, got squished, yeah. I mean that sort of stuff worked for me. It was like the whole um it was like Ruby Rod from uh the fifth element, you know, in a in a Lori Petty's body uh <laughs> without all the glitz and glamour. It was just like yeah. just draining throughout. I just got you just gotta be funny every time I th- every line's gotta be funny so I think, uh, just, oh, sorry ugh. go ahead um so I think uh the problem I have with this movie is the rippers like the kangaroo people I didn't really like that part of the movie I think that could have been cut out completely uh just because you don't really have an emotional attachment to this resistance that you don't even really get a whole lot of context on. So, if they cut that out, and if it was just uh, Jet Girl and Tank Girl going to save this kid, I think this movie would have been, one, a lot shorter, and two, more fun. 
Yeah. The, yeah. Script, the script left a lot to the imagination. Yeah. Or to be desired, I should say. And I yeah. mean the Sorry, go ahead. The end of the movie like the last scene of the movie was really just like it, it was not good. It was just What was it, the end again? It was it was Booga going I took the bullets out of the guns. That was smart, huh? And then she goes, Tango goes, Booga, that was very smart. <laughs> and then it ends. Go on your no, own change for now? <laughs> no, Joseph, you're forgetting the actual ending is when they, for whatever goddamn reason, they sabotage the water tanks and release all the water into this arid environment so it can just be <laughs> wasted. And they're, 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 they're jet skiing. Uh, or uh, yeah, jet skiing on the water. She's driving the tank, and then all of the uh, the kangaroo people are, you know, having fun on their skis wherever they got them. And then, oh, and the, it's, it's the animated part, right? Uh, I think it was yeah, part it was animated. animated. Okay, uh, I, I I thought it was. I I don't remember, but um, <laughs> you can't tell the difference between what's it animated and live action. Well, I, I mean, there was a lot of animation and live action, so I couldn't remember if that ending was animated. But they're going towards. Uh, Jet girl says to Tank girl, "You're going to a waterfall," and she's like, "Yeah, it was animated. It was for sure." Oh, animated. okay. And she's like, "Don't ruin the surprise," and then she just <laughs> drives off the cliff. Yeah. So, so she kills herself. <laughs> she kills so herself. She kills and herself she kills and, and everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's a happy ending. I I didn't like that ending. I was like, okay, like what what the surprise was that she's she's committing suicide. <laughs> like, I don't think that's what that happened. I don't think that's what happened. It's a it's a cartoon, so yeah. Uh, I think it, it, it's it's very much like Wiley e. Coyote falling off a cliff. I didn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But or maybe like there was like an ocean like at the bottom of that waterfall. I don't know. But I mean that was a pretty incredible <laughs> height. So <laughs> I doubt that they survived. I mean scientifically. I mean if you were to fall <laughs> from that height, you would definitely. I mean water's like concrete. Once you go about, about fifty feet, iced tea <laughs> as a kangaroo. I believe it, but not that. <laughs> uh, I, I got yeah. nothing else. Anyway, yeah, anything else to add to this <laughs> no. I mean, movie? Yeah, I, I don't think there's really anything else to say. It's just a really cheesy mid-90s teenager movie that had... I did love the music in this in this movie. I thought it was really... There, the done, one scene... Well the one scene that I thought was filmed well and, 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 and paired well with the music was when she, like... Uh, when she like showers with that like dust or whatever yeah oh yeah like and and like that scene was like like a chinchilla shot well and like edited well it like almost like it felt like a different it came from a different movie because (laughs) the mood of that scene was like very like it was very dark and um like not so goofy they 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 lightened up on the goof for that one moment and then uh, then they brought it back right after. I got, Immediately after. I got a lot of yep. uh, Alien 3 vibes when she was taken prisoner and working in that mine. Yeah. Um, Alright, so nothing else to add. Let's grade this movie. Tyler? Um, I would have to give this movie a solid C. 
it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Uh, it's something that I will rewatch once I have my own spawn and they reach a certain, a certain age. But, uh, yeah, it, it's a solid C for me. It's, uh, it's just, it's pretty average. It's pretty average for a mid nineties, uh, dystopian, uh, cyberpunk sort of kind of movie. Okay. Pete. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm going to say probably a, probably a C minus. Yeah, I think uh, there's enough practical stuff there, you know, in in effort. Like I could see a, like the semblance of something starting, you know, maybe a D plus, but it's not. A, it's not like it was a complete shit show. The story just didn't make a whole lot of sense, and there was for the right people. I think you could you the right person could look at this and, and get really like attached to that character. She is charismatic in a weird, annoying way. So um, <laughs> it's just it's just not my flavor. So um, the prosthetics were better than they should have been for this caliber of movie. And um, <laughs> Malcolm, Malcolm, Malcolm McDowell did uh, he did a bang up job. Laurie Petty committed. Um, all in all, I, I'll probably never rewatch this again. And if I had children, I will ban them from watching this. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to make the universe right. For every time you show your child, I'm going to ban my child from watching oh, it. Oh, okay. I'm going to say watch the Harley Quinn cartoon series instead. That's even worse than this movie. Oh, it's so well done. But I want to show them quality content, not just, not just, <laughs> you know, not because of the message, but just because of the quality of the content. If we ever, so, uh, C minus. If we ever had children, like they're going to be friends and they're, <laughs> they're going to be like, oh yeah, my dad showed me this. And then your children are going to be like scoff at them. <laughs> I know. <laughs> They'll High be like uh, Timothy Chalamet up <laughs> looking down on him. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to give this movie a solid D um, for did not like. <laughs> um, there it is. Yeah, I didn't. There's no. Uh, for me, there was nothing really redeemable about it. The story was not interesting. It was way too goofy. Way too goofy. And it was never not goofy. It was just like it was like just one goof after another goof, and um, it got tiring. The main character, especially, um, was just like, "God, you, just, you have to you just shut, <laughs> shut up." <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, that was uh, that was Tank Girl. We reviewed it, and we don't have to ever review it again. <laughs> so let's move on to the wheel. One wheel, eight slots, three hosts. This is the Wheel of Destiny. Okay, uh, nothing changes on the wheel since that was a fan pick. Nothing landed on it, so uh, I guess we'll just recap what's on here and give it a spin. So, we have... Terminator 2 Judgment Day from Pete. A fan pick. Wait, when did Boom. you add that? Uh, last week. Really? I remember I was saying it was the best sequel. One of the best sequels ever. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Pootie Tang from Joseph. A fan pick. Brotherhood of the Wolf from Joseph. Predator, the original, from Tyler. Freaks from Pete. Safe from Tyler. And that's it. Oh, let's give this a spin. 
see what we watch next week. It is Pootie Tang. Pootie Tang. Yeah. yeah. Pootie Tang. Never seen that one either. Pootie Tang. Okay, well, um, we'll see if it holds up. I hope it holds up. Uh, you, you've seen I, it before? I have seen I've seen this many times. Um, really? In my, of my youth. Um, it is not streaming anywhere for free. Oh, Pluto TV, I guess, if you can find it. Um, Good luck. At, or you can rent it on Amazon, YouTube, Apple TV. Um yeah, it's um, a movie directed by Louis C.K., written and directed by Louis C.K., and um, it's a very interesting comedy about a, a guy who is doesn't really speak English, just kind of speaks gibberish throughout the whole movie, um, <laughs> and uh, is, is the coolest guy around, basically. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm super excited to talk about that. Cool. Uh, I I don't yeah. know anything about it except for that he speaks gibberish. Yeah. All right. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us this week as we reviewed Tank Girl. Sorry, Chris. Didn't land on us. <laughs> so send in a, send in your replacement. We'll put her back on the wheel. Shred that one up too. <laughs> uh, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash MCFC podcast, and send us an email, mcfcpodcast at gmail.com. And follow us on Twitter at PodcastMCFC and on TikTok at Middle Class Film Class. And please follow us on Instagram at Middle Class Film Class and leave us a voicemail, why don't you, at 209-730-6010. All right. See you next week. See you. See you. Yeah, Tyler's going to be reproduced asexually. Hey there, podcasters. Bruce and Eric from Find Your Film here. We wanted to give you a taste of the sort of movies we cover on our show before they hit theaters or streaming. Yeah, we cover bangers such as Bell, Beyond the Infinite Two Minutes, Mad God, Lose the Flower of Evil, and Red Notice. Red Notice? Oh, yeah, they can't all be winners. Check us out on all your usual podcast sources. Look for Find Your Film.